It's Michael. If you could do me a favor and take 10 seconds to quickly subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review if you haven't done so already, it would mean the world to me if you could. I appreciate all of your feedback and support more than you could ever imagine. And without further delay, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so today I want to talk about money more specifically, five super easy ways that you can start saving more money fast. Now, Here's the thing, everybody wants to have a little extra money in their pockets, am I right? Like, who wouldn't want money? If a stranger were to come up to you and say, hey, here is a $100 bill just for you, you don't have to do anything, it's just free, I'm being nice today, you're not going to turn it down. I don't care who you are, I don't care what you've achieved, free money is free money, especially something like $100, that could go a long way for some of us. But let's face it, the likelihood of that actually happening is slim next to none. Now, when it comes to money, you often hear people say things like, oh, I would do anything for more money, or I can't afford that right now, or I don't make enough money to save money. And the thing is, it's not that people don't like make enough money to save, it's that people don't know how to save money, therefore they never even try. Yes, it would be nice to have a high-paying job, but the thing is a lot of people don't realize that with a high-paying job, you know, generally comes higher expenses. Once you start making more money, you start saying, okay, I can afford this. I'm going to go and buy this new car. I'm going to go and buy a bigger home, all of these different things. So while you are making more money, your standard of living is also going to go up, or at least that's how it generally seems to go, which is unfortunate. Making more money can definitely help, but can also do more harm than good, especially if you are one who already isn't that good with money. All of that is going to leave you to right back where you started. You know, broke is a joke, wishing you were making more and more money. Again, the real problem comes from saving money or lack of saving money. It comes from not being able to live below your means and constantly spending more money than what you're actually bringing in. Now, I'm not a financial expert, but saving money isn't also rocket science. I have been able to save quite a bit of money, actually, I think $40,000, while making no more than $60,000 a year, and I'm 27 years old, so that's not too bad if you ask me. I know I don't sound 27, sound like a kid, but yeah, unfortunately, I am 27. Uh, The good news is, is that you don't have to sacrifice your quality of life to save a good amount of money. You know, sure, there are things that I've held back on, but I've also gotten to a stage where now, because of my savings, I'm able to go out and enjoy life a little bit more without having to worry about the financial burdens that come with having no money. You know, if I were to lose my job, I hope that doesn't happen, but if I were to lose my job, I have enough money saved up where it would cover a year's worth of my expenses. You don't need a year's worth of expenses saved up. You can do like three to six months, but... I tend to be a little bit of a worry wart, and so I chose to double that time just because I have no idea why. Uh, So, yeah, you know, I really want to share with you guys some of the tips that I have been able to implement into my life that have helped me to save a good amount of money. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it does happen pretty quick. You know, having saved, what is that, $40,000 in three years, that's pretty quick. That's like 
$13,000 plus a year. So that's why I want to share with you guys these tips. Tip number one, if you have listened to my podcast before or watched any of my YouTube videos, by the way, shameless plug, I will put that in the show notes below. If you want to go over, check out my YouTube channel as well as my blog. I post there quite consistently. Um, the first tip is to completely ditch the overpriced $5 lattes. Now, think about this. You spend $5 a day on a latte before you head into work, right? And that's not even considering like how much you're tempted in to buy other menu items such as croissants or coffee for your boss if you're feeling extra generous. That is going to come out to a minimum of $25 a week. Again, not including the weekends. And that is going to equate to $1,300 a year. That's a nice vacation to Hawaii. You know, I I would much rather go to Hawaii for a week than to drink coffee every single day. What you can do instead is either make a cup of coffee at home or you can even go on Amazon, get a super nice Keurig K-Cafe coffee, whatever that machine is called. You can even go to Target and get like a latte machine, your own latte machine. And it's going to be cheaper than $200. That thing will have paid for itself in two months. You're not going to have to go out to, uh, you know, coffee shops, wait in line or be tempted to buy a menu item you don't necessarily want. It is going to save you so much time. And yeah, it is going to be a bit of a cost up front, but Two months isn't that long, and it will have paid for itself. It's going to taste so much better. Like once you realize, hey, this cup of coffee went from being five dollars to forty cents a day. Coffee tastes so much better when it's cheaper. I don't know if it's just like the money at it. It's only the money because the quality isn't probably as good, but it's it still does a job. You know, we drink coffee to get energized, and coffee definitely. um, You know, instant coffee. I for one love instant coffee. I'd go to the grocery store like maybe once a month, buy a thing of instant coffee, and it's $4. Just make like two cups of that every single day. Otherwise, you can go to gas stations. Gas station coffee isn't actually as bad as some people might think. And I, for one, don't like Starbucks. I don't know what it is about Starbucks, but I don't like their coffee. I'd much rather go to Caribou. So I would definitely compare gas station coffee to starbucks i know a lot of people out there are gonna hate me for saying that um realistically though it's probably like a tim hortons i would say gas station coffee is like tim hortons at least that's my personal opinion so regardless quit rambling do yourself a favor save five dollars a day by making your own coffee at home you know you can do so for less than 50 cents and that's multiple cups of coffee You know, you don't need to go wait in line at Starbucks. You don't need to see other people anyhow because the world's on lockdown. You don't need to be tempted to buy any extra menu items you don't want in the first place. Save yourself the time. Save yourself the money. And either make that initial upfront investment into your own like Keurig or latte machine or just make a pot of coffee at home or do like I do and buy instant coffee. It's so quick and convenient I'm not going to lie, I've gotten to really like the taste of instant coffee so much so that I'd probably prefer it over uh, the taste of Starbucks and every other coffee shop out there except for Caribou. If you aren't in Minnesota, I'm sorry you don't know what Caribou is, but it is so good. 
The second thing is to buy generic brand foods. So when you go to all of these grocery stores, Target, Walmart, Cub Foods, whatever your local grocery store is, you're going to see the traditional brands like Kellogg's, um, Quaker Oats, and like even going into the sodas, you'll have the Coca-Cola products, the Pepsi products. You're also going to have a store brand you know, food or store brand soda. Buy the store brand. It is a lot cheaper, you know, generally, like in some cases, it's half the price. So to give you some context, I went to a Target and a thing of Quaker oatmeal was like $4.50. The Target one was $2.50. It's the same nutritional content value. It is the same amount as far as like quantity, but it is more than or less than half the price. It is so cheap. And you might not think like, hey, $2 here, it's not really going to matter to me. But if you're going on these big shopping sprees, think about all of the items that you put into your cart. If you can get like even a quarter of the percentage down, you know, that's $25 on a $100 order that you can just knock off by buying uh, store brand or store named foods as opposed to buying, you know, a traditional Quaker or Kellogg's or anything like that. So when possible, definitely buy the generic brand foods. Again, it's the same food, just not the same manufacturer. And that's what's going to save you a lot of money. The third tip is to stop buying bottled water. So I would wake up every single day and I have this routine. I'm a person, I love routines. I wake up every single day, go work out in the morning and then I will also go to the gas station, get a gas station coffee because I like that. I used to also get a bottle of water with that. And the bottle of water would come out to be a dollar and eighty cents. Not not too much money, but um still a dollar and eighty cents is a dollar and eighty cents. I realized that hey, over the course of the month, that's really going to add up as well. So I went on Amazon, I bought a gallon jug. Um, and I think it was like $12.99. And what's super cool about this drug is that it has like different time slots on the day. So it tells you where you should be at as far as consumption at what time of the day. It was $12.99. That, that thing paid for itself in less than a week. And the fact is like when I was buying bottled water from the gas station, I would probably go through like two or three of them a day. So even, you know, it paid for itself in less than a week at that rate. If you're somebody out there who's drinking a case of water every three days, I strongly recommend like just buying a big gallon uh, drug water, even a liter, a reusable one, you know, be eco-friendly. And it's really, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to cost a little bit more upfront, but over the course of time, it's definitely going to pay for itself. And that's, I'm, I'm noticing a trend here. And just talking about this is that a lot of these tips are, aside from the grocery store one, um, it's going to cost a little bit more up front, but it's really going to do wonders on your wallet on the back end. So the bottle of water, the coffee, you know, buying a Keurig or buying a latte machine, it's going to cost a little bit more, but it is going to save you a lot of money in the long run, a lot of money. And obviously, you know, the sooner you buy it, the more it's going to save. So this oh man the fourth tip the fourth tip is something that we all struggle with even though we're in the middle of a global pandemic i don't know how we're still struggling with it but it is eating out less 
You might think that fast food is cheaper than making your own meals, but science, or not science, research has actually proven that it is not. So not only are you not getting as good of foods into your body, you know, when you eat out, but it's actually costing you more than making your own meals. And when you eat out, you don't know what's being put into your food. You like McDonald's, all of these people say like, this is what your food is, but it's all processed junk. Anyhow, at least when you make your own meals and prepare your own meals, you get some context as to the quality of the food and just like all of the additives that are put into it so you're not having to worry about you know doing being like organic or um i don't just like dealing with all that processed food junk anyhow you're able to control a little bit more about what you're putting into your body it's going to make you feel good and the fact that it's helping you save money is only an added benefit if you're somebody who you know is rushing from soccer practice or you know has a family you might think it's like super easy just to grab a meal um, through the McDonald's drive-thru. You also have to think about them, though. You have to think about your family, think about the food you're putting into their body, and is it really beneficial to uh, you know, go through a drive-thru or can you save some time and just bring meals in the car as you go? You know, That's one thing where, the, as far as time perspective, it's going to take you a little bit more time to prepare the food, but you're not having to go through a drive-thru you're not having to deal with all of that you're not having to put bad food into your body or the family or into the body of your family members um, or anything like that you're just gonna have a little bit more control and that's something that I really like Uh, so that's why I try to buy in bulk as much as I can just that way it's like okay I'm gonna be able to meal prep or at least know like what I'm gonna be consuming over the next week or two Um, and even that you know if you don't like having the same foods over and over again, freeze them. You, you can freeze meat, you can freeze rice, you can freeze vegetables, all these different things. And then just as you, you know, have nothing else to eat for dinner that one night or um, just have to grab something quickly on the go, you can always uh, just pull something out of the freezer and eat it. And you're going to know exactly where it came from, the quality of it, and it's going to save you some money. The fifth and final thing is to buy discounted items or, you know, shop thrift. I, oddly enough, I'm wearing pants that I bought from a thrift shop. There are only two things that I will never buy from a thrift shop, underwear and socks. And that's just because I think that's, in, I I think that's gross. You might not. Um, that's just not my style. Um, personally, I tend to go to stores like TJ Maxx or JCPenney, um, you know, any of those stores really where you know you're getting good quality clothing because it's just like a season or two old. And even then, like, I'll go into TJ Maxx or to JCPenney and be like, okay, where's this Clarence section? I want to go on the Clarence section. I want to find Clarence clothes that are already at a reduced rate. That is a double whammy right there. So that is what I will do. Uh, go get some like good quality pants. And if I can't find something there, then just go to your local thrift, go to your local thrift store. Um, you know, savers or the Goodwill Goodwill actually has some really good clothes and you can get them. You can get a pair of pants for like six or $7. It is a steal of a deal. Um, I've eaten, this is, I'm more of a target person myself, but I've gotten into shopping at Walmart lately just because of their clothes. Like I've been wearing their shirts all winter long so far. And I went to Walmart 
spent $20 and got like four shirts, like four long sleeve shirts for the winter. And they're nice. They're cotton and they keep me warm. Exactly what they're supposed to do. No, they don't have a logo on the chest, but I also don't need a logo. Nobody is looking at me. I don't need to be spending thirty, fifty, hundred dollars on a shirt when especially when we're not like going out in public anyhow. Even if we were, I probably still wouldn't do it. I like saving money. I like investing that money instead. Um but yeah, you know, just Save save as much as you can. You don't need to go spending a ton of money. There are always things that you can do in life to kind of cut back. And it's not like this isn't about saying you should stop living your life or uh, save now and never spend a dime so you can live in the future. Nobody knows what the future is going to hold. But it also you got to find that balance. You know, you want to have fun now, but you also want to prepare for the future you know, should you see the future, um, should you live until re- the age of retirement, you also want to be able to enjoy that time as well and not have to worry about working when you're 70 years old, when you're 75 or 80 years old. You want to set yourself up now for success. And you can do so by saving as little as $5 a day. Like if you cut back on, if you take nothing else from this and just cut back on that $5 latte a day, and invest that over the course of the next 40 to 45 years, you will be a millionaire. If you haven't read the book, The Latte Factor by David Bach, I highly recommend you do it. It's going to give you some great insight as to just how far your $5 a day can go. So what I like to do every single week, every single Friday, um, I will put $100 into my investments. Um, I tend to invest in the S&P 500 or QQQ, which is... Uh, the technology sector of the S&P 500, I believe. It's kind of bad that I don't know exactly what it is. My money's going there. But year after year, ever since the existence in like 1926, the historical returns on that, the yearly returns are around 10%. This doesn't calculate inflation. So you can expect about a 7 to 8% return yearly after inflation. That's still going to go far, especially when compound interest is working on your side as well. The longer you save it, the more compound interest you're going to have on a yearly basis, and it, you're not even going to notice it's gone. So, I, you know, hundred dollars a week for me isn't that big of a deal. Um, but over the course of your life, I mean, that can be by the time I'm seventy years old, I believe no, sixty-five or seventy, one of the two, it is going to be around four to five million dollars if I keep doing that. Hundred dollars a week. For the rest of my life, um, by the time I'm 65, 70 years old, it'll be 4 to $5 million. I'm not going to have to worry about work at that time. I'm going to be able to buy my beach home in Hawaii. I'm going to have a penthouse in Boston. I'm going to have all of my damn dreams fulfilled because I prioritized that now. Not even that I prioritized it, but just because I started taking preventative measures. And that's really what it is. It is taking those preventative measures to ensure that you're going to be able to live comfortably once you reach the age of retirement. It's kind of like how we take preventative measures for our health right now, except instead of health, it's finances. So do yourself a favor. um, Really just cut back where you can. If you want to go out to eat maybe one last time a week, or if you want to start selling your clothes um, that you don't use anymore to make extra money, whatever that might be, just Find different creative ways to save money and put that money into 
a fund that is going to make you money when you're not having to worry about it. So that is going to wrap it up for today's episode. I really hope you guys found it beneficial. I have been over the course of the last two months, um, just really, really indulging into all of this personal finance stuff. I love it. It has, I'm a, my mind is constantly going. Uh, I tend to have a lot of energy during the day and just like these thoughts just fill my mind. So to be able to do like all of these different calculations in my mind, it kind of puts it to rest a little bit, you know, it's uh, definitely, um, a little bit more consuming as far as energy goes, but that's probably doing me, it's probably doing me good. So I hope you enjoy these type of podcast episodes. I hope you find them, uh, beneficial for you. Uh, really this is all about keeping it real, you know, I want to share what I'm doing in my life to progress every single day. Life is about progression. It's not about perfection. It's about becoming better every single day. Just 1% better. If you can become 1% better every single day, you're going to become at least 365 times better over the course of the year. So that's what it's all about. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'm going to go take something to calm down because I'm apparently a little bit too hyper. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Goodbye.